All right, this is John. And this is Sean. And this is Movie Night with Sean and John. Check. We've, so we've the established that the mics are on. Valhalla. We we ride. We ride. <laughs> One we final ride. We are fresh out of the Northman, the new Robert Eggers. I thought is film? that what this movie's called? I thought this the was Northman. Thor: Blood and War, <laughs> Blood and Vengeance. Did we? Were we in the wrong theater? <laughs> uh, dude, you I know thought what? that was a lot more brutal than maybe. Well, Love and Thunder. I actually Disney. looked it up yeah. earlier. Oh man, man, you know I'm 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 waiting to see. Um, because th- how many people you think were in the theater tonight? Ten. Yeah, maybe. I'm waiting to see what the box office return of this uh, Nordic film versus Dude. the new Thor movie. What's in a the budge on this baby? This was a. It looked pretty high. Yeah, I no, I'm I've read that it was very high, but I'm just curious. Even by comparison, it's like because Thor ninety million. So damn, that's high. Dude, with like limited. Uh, Special and effects and CGI, yeah. right? So it's probably like all the on-site location shit. Dude, yeah. And and just, I mean, seems like setting that. up those shots, setting up some of those sequences must have taken some time. I imagine days at a time for some of those sequences, you yeah. know? Um, man, gut reaction, I really enjoyed this. We can set it up in just a second. Um, I want to talk a little bit about Rod, uh, is it Robert Eggers? It's Roger? Me- it's Medgar Eggers. Ro- yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Robert Eggers. Um, first film was The Witch. Oh, man. So good. Loved it. Um, but I'm so interested in this guy because I feel like the first two movies are more... Or, I mean, I guess The Witch is more pure horror. The Lighthouse is almost more psychological. Like, yeah. Um, but this is really only his like third movie movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His third feature. And Damn. this was almost like... It didn't feel horror at all. It felt separate from that in a lot of ways. More right. more like a traditional epic drama or revenge story. You know? Yeah, yeah, like a dark revenge. Almost like a thriller, but a Nordic revenge thriller or something. It, it, but it's it's unlike some drama revenge. Like, like um, this reminds me of like Gladiator or Braveheart. Yeah. But it was unlike that in certain ways. Just in terms of the pacing, it was like foot on the gas all movie, you know? Even though it was long, like there were just so many sequences right back to back to back of like shaman or whatever you would call those, you know, psycholo or um, not, uh, it was like trippy sequences, you yeah, know? yeah. Um, and then right to brutal actions, right to you know, war like battle sequences, right to burning down the you know, village, and just like you know what I mean, yeah. It was like <clears throat> very, very, um like visceral and like high paced in a way that some of the other movies that this reminds me of maybe uh, right. it, it did I, have I know s- what you're saying it's you know not like I mean? a two hour build up and then at the end he like fights some people with a sword and burns a village it's like pretty constant throughout almost the uniquely whole... um, action that yeah at the same time you know but I yeah. really enjoyed this H- how would you set something like this up could you say um, yeah 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 I could uh, a classic Nordic tale that we all know. <laughs> um, 
So I'm gonna fuck all these names up. So let's just start no, let's, let's with check it out. Let's uh, check it King out. Ethan Hawke in the beginning. Yep, is a ruler of some sort of Icelandic or Norwegian. I, I think it's Norway, Norway, right? Yeah, he's some some kind of Nordic king. Um, king. God, I this is set. Arvindil. King Arvindil. Arvindale. Yeah, I don't know how I they don't know how they definitely it. saying it a certain way too. Yeah, King Arvindale. So Ethan Hawke plays this character that's kind of betrayed and murdered by his own brother or half brother. Half brother. Um, and the brother, uh, it's almost like a Lion King thing. The brother takes like the throne and takes, takes the seat his, of power, but he takes his wife. He takes it a step further, right, and takes his wife and has kids with her, and so he tries to kill the son of the king, uh, who witnesses this whole. Uh, very, and very, left. very and left. Lion King esque, where yep. he witnesses the betrayal and then he like flees and kind of joins this like pirate Norwegian. Well, pi- Vikings were like brutal. Yeah, it was like, like a, that. a Viking Vikings gang. are like super brutal like that, where they would just pull up to another place, murder you know the men, take yeah, the like women, kill pillage. the kids, and take them back as slaves and stuff like that. Yeah. So like it seems like he's almost forgotten his. His lineage a little bit, and he's just kind of purely driven by like hatred Hate or whatever, and and vengeance or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then yeah, and then it's his basic like plot to take back the rightful own uh, throne. Sorry, and he keeps huh. talking about like the blood, like his he's gonna honor his bloodline, and well, that's a big thing in the film is like the lore of, and I think a lot of this is based in actual folktale like yeah. lore and stuff like that because or it's like a like uh, I was just telling you about that Marin episode and he's kind of getting he gets into some of that and, and it seemed like his approach is to be very period accurate mm-hmm. and let the details kind of like Marin was asking him like how do you make these movies so detailed he's like dude I just try to make them as real as possible and then all that stuff just is a byproduct of like me trying to make it authentic you know yeah which I liked but it seemed like Fuck, I lost my train of thought. Well, isn't part of the witch, like, based on some old uh, transcripts or something that they found? Or, like, some old books or something that was written that way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's very, like, authentic to, like, the source. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think he brings out linguists or, you know, all Uh that stuff. But I I think what I was trying to say was that in that culture, revenge or avenging your father if they're betrayed in battle, that's, like, the way that you ensure your your way to, like, paradise, right? Yeah, that's how you enter the gates of Valhalla. You have to, like, die by by sword. Yeah. Yeah. And so all that is is maybe within the first, like, five minutes established that he uh, at any time could become the king. Right. He's a boy. He's just, like... And it reminded me, man, it reminded me of, of a lot of different stuff, but it had a very unique voice. But in, in 300, there's a similar kind of thing where, like, the Spartans are training the kids that they have to be ready at any given time. Right. And it's, like, very much the movie is driven by that maybe first five to ten minutes where they set up the fact that, like, he's going to be at war all the time. If he doesn't die by the sword, then he's not going to get to paradise and he needs to avenge his father or whatever, right? Yeah, man, there's a line like really early on. I think it might have been one of Ethan Ethan Hawke's lines, but he's talking about like he doesn't want to grow old and be a gray beard. Yeah. And he He's says the shame of a gray beard or something yeah, like that. Yeah, some, like, like if you're an elder that like hasn't you fought. You must be a f- coward or something. Yeah, and so he says something and it reminded me of like a 
because I just listened to 30, uh, 36 Chambers like yesterday. It reminds oh, yeah. me of like a Wu-Tang <laughs> line, like, like I must die by my sword yeah. and avenge uh, or something about like bloodline and sword and shit like that. And it right. reminds me of those little like snippets from like that album, like the old right. like Kung Fu. Yeah. Uh, Very traditional in a lot of ways. Right. You know? I think, and that's what I mean. It's kind of applicable maybe to um, different you know, different regions or different countries all have like their kind of revenge story. Almost this is almost like a um, Unforgiven or something. Yeah, you know, but or like it's, Kill Bill or there's so right, many. Right, but this is very very specific to this region. It's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. It's like That's a Nordic true. Viking revenge fantasy. Yeah, but yeah. you know what? I I thought going into this because I'm not a huge fan of fantasy. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fantasy fan um, that much. It's probably like one of my least favorite genres. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought this was gonna be like not a, a little... Game of Thrones fan. No, I've <laughs> never seen it. I mean, maybe I've never seen an episode. Right, right. Like I wouldn't know. I was mostly just joking. But, but like I'm not that into the Lord of the Rings. Um, I really did like uh, the Green Knight. But going into this, uh, when they started speaking in like that old dialect, I was like, oh god, like. I hope this isn't like some period piece where they talk for like two hours and then there's like one fight scene at the end and like yeah that's the engaging part. It was very opposite that. In a but lot of ways. yeah, within like five or ten minutes, I was like, oh, okay, this is like going a whole other way than I thought. Yeah, and it continues to do that. Mm-hmm. That was what I liked. Is like of those movies I compared it to. Those are you know it's like those are pretty harsh or maybe harsh isn't the right word. Those are like vague comparisons because. Gladiator, Braveheart, they're based in very traditional ideas. Like, there is a good man, and there is a a bad man, and the bad man has done something truly evil. Like, either killed whole groups of family members or, like, killed, you know, whatever. Very similar in both those stories. This was, like, a little bit more, it's revealed to us that it's a little bit more complicated than just... Right. This was a bad man. Bad guy who, do bad thing. And need who, to kill. We don't even know his dad. He barely knows his dad. Right. You know, it's like. Well, and it's interesting too that they kind of play on that later in the film too. Yeah, it's 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 like it's we have. I had certain expectations of what it might be like. It kind of, for me, it blew me away. It kind of surpassed my expectations in a lot of ways. But I, I think I really liked that it wasn't as so simple as to just be a good and a bad guy, you know? Right, right. It's a lot more involved than that. So uh, I want to run through the cast real quick because I think this is pretty strong. So Alexander Skarsgård is our lead character at a tender age of... Uh, <laughs> 45. What is he? What is, 45, yeah. He's 45 he? years he? old in real life, and he plays Nicole Kidman's son. Who Nicole Kidman? I think that's well. At that time, it's probably realistic, right? Because she must have been young when she had him. Well, she's uh, fifty-four in real life. Really? So she would have had to have been nine, maybe. In I thought in she was the, older in the Viking days. That was <laughs> common, but no. I might be I, looking at this those wrong. Aren't, those aren't child rearing years. I don't know. We we don't know. But uh, it, I did think it was odd that he does look <laughs> he does look kind of old in some shots. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. his girlfriend's like kind of younger, and his mom is Nicole Kidman. But I was just looking at some other stuff he's done. But I think I mostly know him from Big Little Lies, which is like a TV show. But yeah, and then so, Nicole Kidman plays his mom. Right. Uh, Ethan Hawke is is uh, King Ar- Arvindel. Yeah. Ar- and then Anya Taylor Joy from The Witch and from Split. Split. She's she's in this one. And then Willem Dafoe has a little cameo. Um, Will Willem Dafoe was fucking 
dialed in his Dude, section. Dude, what's funny I love is that. I was like, is that Willem Dafoe? Like, yeah. I, I was almost like thrown off for a second because I heard the voice and I was like, no, it's not. And then they show his face. No, did, I'm like, did. oh, fuck. See, I knew it was him by the voice. I, I had a, I think I remember that he was in this. I've tried not to look too much into this. Yeah, I haven't even seen the trailer for this. I tried really? to go into it like really blind. See, I saw the trailer and I was super excited. But I love Willem Dafoe. He shows up in this. But it's almost a hallucinogenic kind of scene. So it, it, at yeah. times it's almost like blurring in and out. And That's it was switching I mean. between him and Ethan Hawke at times kind of communicating to the sun, you know, whatever might happen. You remember yeah, that? that was really well done. There's so many interesting little sequences in there. But, um, man, you know who I really thought did a good job? This dude, Clay's Bang, who plays the 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 half-brother who murders the king. Yeah. That dude was uh, very... All of them were so convincing in their roles. Nicole Kidman, that scene at the uh, tail end where... He, like, kind of They have a confrontation. Her. It's like, dude, that was fucking sick. All the... um. All the uh, emotion-driven parts of the movie really landed for me. Yeah. Like the cast, I could believe them in their uh, characters. Well, and they gave everyone like a uh, fully fleshed-out idea. You know, like it's not it's like not paper thin idea. Yeah, it's right. not like a, it's not like um, you know, I'm I'm captured by these people, and so is this girl. So we have to be in love now because we both got captured. You know, yeah. it's not like something like that. It's like they actually uh, talk about their motives and how they like both want to escape and like their ideas or whatever. Yeah. The reason why he's there, and then you they kind of naturally Taylor Joy ver- in right, right. They kind of naturally yeah. gravitate towards each other. So it's like okay, that feels realistic, plausible, you know? and it's not just like love interest girl. <laughs> yeah. I need to save her because. Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. man, you know, like yeah. they, they give him some like real that's motivation. An, that's an interesting thing to point out that their relationships establish over the course of the whole movie right. and not just like the first 10 minutes where you accept that like, oh, something's going to happen to her and he's going to get revenge or, or whatever. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? I liked that their relationship developed over the movie because a lot of times movies like this, it's like in Braveheart and in Gladiator, both of the wives or whatever get killed within you know 30 minutes or so yeah you don't um, even like really meet them and i guess ethan hawk's character subs in that space mm-hmm. but i like that the romantic thing takes place over the course of the movie it felt more fleshed out right but i also liked that everyone is is uh no one was truly good in the movie so it was almost it's like we we are rooting oh, for oh you mean their motives yeah yeah and and just their behavior and like the things that they're doing is like we are kind of rooting for uh, Amleth or whatever, Skarsgård, but he's fucked up. He's completely fucked yeah, up. Yeah, he's like a animal, basically. He's a murderer. Like half of the movie they tell he's us a ruthless murderer. that he's like a bear in human skin, or he's like a wolf, and they, you know, they they spend like this whole section of the movie, even as even as dad is telling him, like, oh, he's young, he should be like my dad led a kingdom when he was his age. Yeah. And Nicole Kidman is like, oh, well, you know, he's not ready yet. That was a different time. Yeah. And and Ethan Hawke's trying to push him, like, no, you need to be a man. You need to be yeah, channel yeah. your wolf yeah. animal <laughs> instinct. <laughs> yeah. But then once it channels, it's like this guy is is that's the rest of the movie. He is like barely a human. He's like a complete savage. Yeah. You know, um, but uh, the motivations are laid out over the course of the movie and it's revealed to us that like everyone is completely fucked up. Right. Right. And it's all about revenge. But can revenge ever truly be like a totally like righteous thing or, or, or the other person has their own perspective. Right. You know, and in getting revenge, 
if that other person has a son or whatever, are you just perpetuating this cycle of like, you know what I mean? Because that's that's passed down to the son. Then, if you were to kill, if you were to like avenge your dad, he's murdered by his stepbrother, and then stepbrother has kids. It's like you're you're doing the exact same thing to his boy that was fucking that, done to you. That you did. Well, actually, they take it one step further in this movie, and they just, <laughs> I guess they they knock out that whole thing. But uh, no, no, no. It it is good, I think, because this is such a brutal period of time. And, like, it has been idolized in so many different shows. There's a Viking show, right? Like, yeah. on HBO or something like that. And then there's countless Netflix, movies. There's uh, Thor's, like, a fucking Viking comic book character. Like, this is, right. like, glorified in so many ways. Even, like, Led Zeppelin songs and shit. Right. But, like, the reality of it is, like, these people were fucking brutal. Brutal. It was, like, tribal. Murderers. Yeah. It was just, like, tribes kind of. Uh, wandering about and just like overthrowing other tribes and burning their village down, just raping they people, could. taking slaves. Yeah, like, there's not there wasn't any real good guy. <laughs> no, like everybody was doing the same thing. That's what I can appreciate about it most. Um, I love that approach to the story. I will say that just in terms of the aesthetic, or aesthetic's not the right word that like thins it out. It's like in terms of the the images in the yeah. movie, amazing, dude. That bit was a five out of five for me all day. I was blown away, like, loved it. I think so, too. They really take a time. It's, this isn't a slow burn, um, but it's also not, like, ridiculously action-packed to where they never set the establishment shots or they're showing the scenery or they're really, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, taking a time to... They take their time in this to establish the tone. Like, this guy's whole life is a revenge thing so some parts he's just traveling to another place and they like pan out and it's this great like uh, field or something in Iceland that they're like trekking through and it looks it looks phenomenal but I, I feel like they they use all the establishing shots to really like show the passing of time well and just yes. show like this guy is going through some shit he's on a boat in in a in a thunderstorm trying to get to the island and, and he he's has to become around. a slave to get to, to the the land where this guy is right right um but i I really like how much time the film like kind of devoted to that too because it it is like a journey or a story it kind of reminded me of like a a video game in a way where you like your ultimate goal is this and you have to set out and go across this map or it was like red dead redemption or something where Mm -hmm. you're doing like little kind of you know, he has little to things first and you're, escape the place where he's in to right, explore. and then you're traveling and like riding a horse or something, and then you're he's kind of mapping out the area, like where are the guards, when do they come around, right. or whatever, versus just going straight for it. But I love that, like, there were attempts in there for him to exact his revenge, and then something might happen, like he'd try to pull the sword and it wouldn't come, and it was almost like those are things that I've like. Have you ever had a dream where you're you you're about to be in a fight? but you, your punches don't, like, have any weight. Have you ever oh, had that yeah. dream? or like yeah. It's, like, one of those things where it's, like, you go to do the thing, but it's not happening, and it's, like, I could almost... It's, like, those are things that are in subconscious, and he he worked, like, uh, the director put those things on camera in a way that was so sick to me, you know? Man, that... Because it doesn't happen right away all the time, and sometimes you're not going to be ready, and it's not ready. Just and at like, all times. Yeah. You know and what that's mean? what's funny is because, like, if anyone should be ready, it's these motherfuckers that, like, live to murder. And, like, even these people that are, like, John Wick killing machines, you know, right. their times, like, they're not going to be ready at, at any... You're, that's what a human is, you know? You're, mm-hmm. like, 
You're he not just a, a bear all day long. <laughs> yeah. Like you, you, sometimes you have to just live and like. He had to acknowledge that everything was going to take place in its time. Right. You know, he was like, you know. Oh, but I like that too because I felt I like there were some parts of the movie. So, so after, um, the main character basically, whenever he he leaves like the island or the place where his father's killed, he kind of he gets on a boat and just starts rowing, and then it cuts to years later. He's kind of joined this vagabond group of of nomadic uh vikings right and it's established like pretty early on like okay he's older this is years later he's grown up somehow he linked up with these guys and he's like assumed the role of like i I, this dude's like six foot ten like he's fucking (laughs) massive so he's just like a killing machine basically yeah um but i like how when he has to like brand himself like a slave, like he gets a hot iron and brands himself and he cuts yeah. his hair and he leaves like the established group where he is, where he probably could have ended up being their leader. And he takes like a step down and he leaves the island and gets on another boat to go or uh, jumps on the slave ship. Yeah. Like to go back to where he's going. But he takes this like very deliberate and slow paced like revenge approach that reminds me of a, a Western or something where like each night. Even after he gets the sword of destiny or whatever, yeah, he's like he'll kill like a couple people and then he stops and it's like he's almost like, you know, he seeping said he was in gonna that torment re- him. He was right. going to torment. He's this like dude. slowly sipping that revenge tea and he's just getting every like uh-huh. feel out of it. Like and each night and it gets progressively are. worse and worse. Yeah. Like his his brutal revenge and it's like you can tell he's just enjoying like every yeah. every ounce of it. You know. That's so he really is not a good person at all. I no, mean, he's no, he's no. drawing this thing out. This is like night after night. He's like killing people. There's so much like suffering. It's so like, he rips crazy. the the king's son's heart out just to fuck with them. Yeah, <laughs> and then basically gives him another one. He's like, that might not even be it. Who knows? He just like lets himself get tortured. It's like he's enjoying like every yeah aspect of that. I guess spoilers. You know what? A it rem- uh, well, yeah. Fuck. Oops. Well, so go see this. <laughs> Definitely go see this. Highly recommend. You know what it reminded me of a little bit is like you ever you see the Princess Bride, of course. Oh yeah, like billion you know what times. I mean. Like I, my name is Aligo Montoya. You kill my father, prepare to die. It was like he even had a mantra in there where he mm-hmm. was like, "Avenge father, like yeah. save mother, kill what, uh, yeah, whatever that guy's uh, character's name was." It was hard to catch some of that. I will say that that like we're thrust into this new world, which I loved. But in Dolby, like we saw it in the in the oh Dolby showing, which God. I loved, but there was a lot of bass in there, and sometimes I felt like I was getting a little lost in the, in the mix of like the names. I'm only yeah. getting the names well, now, to be like, honest. Having actually, like his name is Fjornir or something like that. But these and are like the, heavy uh, Nordic names that are like yeah, not. Yeah. Com- it's not like of course J- King John and his friend Sean. You yeah, know, yeah, these yeah. are like. Insane, Amlet. Thorny or the Proud, and Olga the Birch Forest. You know, it's like I don't remember any of those. I but love that that's like the last name. It's like I'm Olga of the Birch Forest. You know? That one actually is easy to remember, but some of them are like Ash- her in this. Ashledon Ragger for the Nagana. It's like what the fuck, Fjornir, Fjornir the Brotherless. But that's I love awesome. all that. I love <laughs> the um, the lore. I loved the way that the story was kind of um developed over the course of that time yeah the revenge was savored we were savoring his yeah. revenge too it really we're, builds we're up. hoping so much the whole time 
it's funny because I was rooting for him, but I acknowledge what a piece of shit he is. You, you know, know, you know what's funny about a story like this because it really is so small and 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 scale. Like I have to kill the guy that killed my father. And yeah. You're like, okay, well that's pretty singular. Like this one guy needs to kill this one guy, but like. I was thinking because it took it it takes the whole film to build up to like his his revenge thing, yeah. And I'm like, what other movie do they like push the viewer to be like? God, I can't wait till they kill this guy. Like the Princess Bride. Yeah, or I, I was thinking. I'm like, yeah. you know, Schindler's List is like three hours, and they're like, when are they gonna kill some of these fucking Nazis? You know, yeah. like uh, that one guy. Yeah, yeah, Ralph yeah. Fiennes. You're just yeah. like waiting for him to die. You're like, oh my god, this guy's such a piece of shit. Just yeah. can't wait to see him die. Yeah, and it's like this movie is like the same kind of vibe, but it's like such a small scale. It's like, yeah, he's a piece of shit like because Bastards he killed this Django. guy's dad. But like at the end of it, it didn't really like matter. It's like this guy's dad and this guy's uncle, and it's like. It's very small in like scope, but you still get that like where no, you're kind totally. of building like you're you're with the character. You're like, all right, I want this guy to get revenge. He's just been talking about it for two hours, and he like fucking hates this guy that yeah they killed his dad. You know, like we want to yeah. see it happen. Yeah, no, it was awesome. Um, yeah, I I loved so much of this. I'm trying to think of some of my favorite parts. There were parts in there that reminded me almost of like the fountain. Yeah, definitely. Or more kind of. Uh, it's a certain style of visual approach and it was so interesting to me and I wanted to ask you about this because some of the movie was like almost not black and white but but like you know those there were times at night in those sequences where the it had a very distinct character about it yeah. and then in the daytime there'd be so much color and like it'd be so vibrant and in this the uh, landscapes would look so rich and stuff now it, and then sometimes it would go almost to like a digital approach where there'd be like heightened color or like yeah. stars that looked kind of like too perfect you know what I mean well I was and I thought that, that that was a really interesting like what did you think about that that like it had so many different kind of t- uh, you know on- approaches to that honestly I was kind of thinking about it because we live in a big huge city and I never see like Stars a beautiful like mountain or water that looks good like Galveston is like the closest water for us and it looks like chocolate milk you know yeah. <laughs> I never can see any stars at night like not a single one so I'm like I'm actually like even though I know this is a fucking ninety million dollar movie, I'm like, wow, Iceland looks so great. Yeah. Like, you know, no, this it looks amazing. It's amazing that parts of the Earth like have this so kind of yeah, the, these scenic beauties. And I'm sure that that there's all kind of filters and all kind of color correction, but it looked great. It looked it looked fantastic. Yeah, but I think so too. I think you think almost, across all those like in terms of some of the sequences that were almost more muted, like at yeah, night. Yeah, do you know what I'm well, talking about? Well, I think about? the justification is like. He his his blade his sword whatever it's called he can only use it at night or the and, night blade right? or, or at like the that? gates of hell yeah the night blade or something I think that's what it might have been I so don't he quote can me only on use it at night or he can only use it when he's at the gates of hell which is this big volcano that's right so I feel like they 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 intentionally like show these beautiful daytime shots where there's like not any death. And, like, even though there's slaves and there's other fucked up things happening, it's yeah. not, like, the brutal death scene. Right. And then when it's, Not like, all action. Right. Or, when or, it's time for, yeah. like, the murder action, it's, like, at night and he uses a sword and they, like, really... Yeah, they focus in, like, that bone color kind of a lot, like, kind of like a, a neutral... It looked filmy. It looked just, yeah. like, a very specific... It reminded me of The Lighthouse, you know? 
You, you know how that movie had a very specific like characteristic. Yeah. Well, it didn't go that far, but it, it reminded me. Well, of I'm that, glad they know? didn't go that far with the aspect ratio too, because I feel like you can do that like one time. But if you like, and I liked how wide these frames. were. That's what I mean. It, so it like cinematic. really benefited like this movie. The full to be, scale. Yeah, and I think the Dolby helped too, because yeah. dude, that shit was cranked, and this the is lightning like lightning and shit. <laughs> there's so many guttural, just like. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and then there's parts where they're like howling like wolves. Yeah, he's and like, stuff. you're like a dog. He's like, howl, howl like a wolf. And yeah. he's just like, ah, ah. Did some of that remind you of The Revenant a little bit? Like, Dude, that's what I, I, I want to say that I think a lot of modern movies, and you can say this of a lot of great directors like Tarantino, especially, it's like they're almost like a collage of all this oh, yeah. stuff that's come before. It's like you can sure. see the movies, the whole sequences where he's lifting stuff and just doing it in a, in a different way or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. But in terms of this movie, I didn't think it was that deliberate, but I could see a lot of influence of other things, but he had such a unique voice the whole time that it didn't bother me. It was just like interesting. It was like, because Green Knight did feel comparable in a certain way. Yeah. Um. That was almost more folktale-y. This is more revenge fantasy or something maybe, but... um. I think Green Knight 2 goes uh, into the area where it can almost be interpreted as, like... I don't want to say silly, but there's when there's parts with, like, giants and stuff like yeah. that, you're like, well, this is very, like, fantasy. Yeah. This movie, like, had dialed some of that back, but yeah. then there's still, like, witches, and there's still, like, yes. he's fighting, Whole like, a skeleton Whole sequences where he's, like, in his and... mind or something yeah, weird he... is going on. Yeah, so they definitely have those elements, but... And they're talking but... about spirits and evil spirits. Like, they think that instead of it being the guy that they, like, got into welcomed into their, like, area, like, three months ago, who's, like, a fucking killing machine, you know, they, like, <laughs> they're, foot. like, it couldn't possibly be... It's a it's it's the Christian God. That's Dude, what they that think, right? that was hilarious. That was funny. <laughs> he was like, I heard that the Christians have a God that was that's a ghost. He's like, I heard that he was killed and then came back to life. And the guy's just like, what the fuck? He's, <laughs> yeah. like, he's like, why would he do this to us, right? <laughs> Didn't he say something like that? It was so funny. Yeah, it was, I was like, <laughs> kind of. But it is like, man, It's. I thought that was a commentary because it's always like humanity's first instinct to be like, oh, it must be like. Those new people. Or, or, or no, 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 that too, but also like it must be something supernatural or like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like our base instinct is like, oh, you know, and it's like really just a man who's like fucking tormented and yeah, <laughs> who was brutalized by this other guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Man, um, I really like this. I think, I think it's going to be interesting to see like what How the would return you rate is. I feel something like, like a movie like this is definitely going to do better overseas. You think so? Yeah. I am really the curious. The American market, like, Let's I don't feel like they're very patient for Let's stuff look like it up. this. I want to look up the Northman box office numbers. You know what I mean, though? The typical, like, U.S. moviegoer is not, like, very impatient for anything, like, even kind of foreign. And even though they're speaking English, it's, like, very, um, the dialect is very wow. much of, like, look that at this. area. The Northman bombs at box office. Yeah. Wow. But you just wait and see what Thor four brings. What we'll a shame, the... man! I'm 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 I mean I can't say I guess I'm surprised. I don't. I'm curious how this will affect his future prospects for sure because I think that the the production companies indulged him with this because he's had some pretty striking movies. But the budget's so increased on this, yeah. you know, and the return sounds like it's not. 
Like they, uh, this is twenty four million, just under twenty four million, in globally, globally right now. And so it's saying this movie is likely to end its uh, theater run between thirty and uh, forty million dollars, and it's a ninety million dollar movie. Right. So it's just gonna break even in a theatrical run, but that's that's well, that's I mean that's fifty million down. Right. So I mean, with it being out for like a few months around the globe, they'll break even. You think and so? then hopefully get it on streaming services and we'll maybe get some money there. Netflix will give them some money. Man, that's crazy. But that's that's the downside of this whole thing, right? You know, if like somebody can can make this movie out of some kind of like state of of depression and make this revenge movie that embodies like where they are in their life and have these like poignant kind of statements and and really spend the time on the cinematography and the music. And yeah. Getting the dialogue the just right, all the details. Too. Yeah, what a, and, what a and the costume design and the set design just right to be period specific. And yeah. then it's like, oh, I made forty million, but no shit. The new Disney movie about Vikings that comes out like next month, that's gonna make two hundred fucking million dollars first day. You know? Yeah, it's gonna make a fortune. Yeah, it is. It is. It's like that's one thing I wanted to talk about too. Is like today I got Taco Bell. <laughs> some days I some days I want fast food. You know what I mean? Some days I want real <laughs> Some days I want like a fucking good ass meal that's like prepared by someone with care and like attention to detail. Yeah. And you can taste their care, like the quality of that in the food. Mm-hmm. And it's like a three you know, there's a difference between fucking McDonald's and like a, a three course meal, you know? Right, right. And this is that, you know, and it's it's a shame that like yeah, I mean, it's a shame I that in terms a, of competition, it's like not even close that this movie, unfortunately, won't be as successful. Even because to me, this reminds me of when I say movies like Gladiator or Braveheart, I fucking love those movies. Those are like uh, my some, you know, of the best movies ever, you know. Right. So it's like this to me was very well done. I really, really liked it. Um, yeah, that's a shame, man. I think I think you're right on point there too is like you know some movies are mcdonald's some movies are uh uh, perry steakhouse and you're like i'm spending some money this is a once in a a once a year thing where (laughs) we just ball out yeah (laughs) i want to see dolby i want to see a big and latin i want to see something that looks like 90 million dollars right yeah now earlier when you asked me you're like uh would you watch it again i'm like no i don't think at home it's gonna hit the same right i need the big I need the big screen and then I need the sound cranked to 10. Yeah. Very much so like when you get the the leftovers from your uh, nice steakhouse dinner. They put it in a (laughs) box and you're like, well, I put the steak in the fucking microwave. Like at home, you know, I have limited... I have limited cooking tools. I'm not right, a chef. Right, right. I don't know how to cook the steak uh, like how they cooked it last night. Right. And then I just I'm microwaving some sides. It's not the same experience. Right. I want to go. I want to go out to the nice restaurant. I want to. I feel like it's it's, you're, it's you're part of the it's same best thing. Served in the theater. Yeah. And for that sure. that's critical to its enjoyment. And like maybe you go to the fancy film once that's a year. That's interesting. Yeah. Maybe most of the year you're you're enjoying a Fast <laughs> and the Furious McDonald's meal uh, movie, yeah, but yeah. you know every now and then you you can spice it up a little, try something different. Yeah. Well, I also think like I guess I like fast food sometimes. You know, sometimes <laughs> I just want to turn my brain off and right. watch some like dumb shit. And there's shit. nothing wrong with that. I do no. that all the time at home. And I know that we all have our uh it's not even a guilty pleasure. It's just like something that you enjoy that maybe not everyone uh, it resonates the same way with. But like, right. 
this movie I do think was a very high quality um man those sequences that were almost more like I guess some of the only CGI sequences like with the the tree of life or whatever you would call oh, that yeah. like blew me away I mean just I my jaw was dropping. Or the Valhalla shit, Dude. where it's like an angel coming out of the sky and a chariot, or a Valkyrie in a chariot. It was like they like were that shit looked fucking really impressive, incredible, dude. And just the, I mean, did he see that in a dream? Yeah, like, I it's feel like, like I've fever. seen some shit like that in a dream, you know. And he captures, and that's the thing about I think that's the thing about this guy, uh, Robert Eggers, is like. He's able to capture those parts of our subconscious like on screen right. in a way that's like so visionary, but it's like something kind of familiar, but it's also like what the fuck? I've never seen anything like this, you know? Yeah. Man, very uh, that's a very I mean, I don't know. I thought it was really good. So what would you what would you rate a movie like Easy this? for I might I would see it again. And at the theater, I would love to see it again in the theater. I think I, I'm, I, I'm, I want Danny to go. Um, so maybe I'll go see it with her. And, You'll help and, it get up to forty million and twenty dollars. Yeah, we need to get it. <laughs> o- we need to get it over that ninety million threshold, um, just to ensure you know that he's able to do it again. That's such yeah, a crazy. Yeah, that's the that's the biggest shame. And is... he won't be. I don't think. I think that when that happens, it's like the guy who made Ex Machina. You know, he made yeah. that. He made Annihilation. And it was just like Annihilation Phew. bombed, right? Yeah, that was a good movie. And I they really just like they the they haven't given him the same. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I hope that that's well, not is, the case here. That's that's showbiz for you. Yeah. But I'm sure. Uh, Love and Thunder coming soon, baby. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be a friend spinoff or you know some. Yeah. What's crazy is like a property that everybody knows. It just gets immediately greenlit, and it's like new Ghostbusters. We but definitely it's greenlit need that. by society too. You know, it's like greenlit yeah. by the film, the by the theater going community responds to those movies more. Well, John, it's because we've been eating McDonald's for so long. <laughs> we just. We recognize the golden arches, you know? It's like, that's a thing I know. We need to see that. Dude, and I'll admit it. The thing about that food is it gets you, like, a buzz a little bit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You drink the soda. You have those salty fucking fries, and you're just like, oh, goddamn. Or for me, like Taco Bell today, I was like, oh, (laughs) so good. But at the same time, it's, like, so not good for you. You know what I mean? And that's not to, I mean, I, I'm not saying that Marvel movies are, or those kinds of things are bad for you. I think everyone should go see whatever they enjoy. But, like, I think that this movie is particularly good to see because right. it has a bit more, um, I just think he has a lot of interesting ideas in there, you know? I think it's all about balance, like, because I'm not going to sit here and say that Every movie I like is some gold standard, like critically acclaimed thing. Like the other of night, course. we watched Weekend from Bur- uh, Weekend at Bernie's the other <laughs> yeah, night, and I was like, "Damn, this is fucking hilarious! Like, yeah. this is a good movie. Love it. Um, it's stupid as fuck, you know. I love but it's dumb just something that like fucking... brings me joy, like yeah. at home while I'm, you know, just hanging out. But it's you balance that with like, oh, hey, a good movie came out too, and like maybe I'll go the other end of the spectrum and yeah. see something that costs ninety million dollars and like yeah. really and someone... takes its time to focus a story. Yeah, exactly. You can have both. How would you rate this? Um, what do you? What, how would you rate this? I'm so curious, man. dude. The audience reviews on this are not great. I know. The critics so have scurri- scored this at an eighty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Though the I'm... audience 
So 89% for critics, 66% from the audience. Ooh. On Google, on Google, 2.8. Like I will say, though, that I feel like the audience for this kind of movie is very specific. Because, like, you think, like, your mom is going to watch this? Or, like... No. Your grandma, no. like, she, like you 2. know, two point eight. On there's Google. a lot of people that aren't gonna want to see like brutal, like murder for two hours. Ah! Like, yeah, a bunch of men just like howling like wolves and then like stabbing people through the fucking face with a sword <laughs> and shit. Like, that is pretty crazy, you know. Uh, I will say that that's the one thing I will say is like I I enjoyed this movie, but maybe a lot of people won't. You know, there's probably a whole lot of people that don't like shit like this. Um, I mean. But you think about movies like Braveheart, and they've That's done true. particularly well. Gladiator, but that, Gladiator, but that Mel Gibson. Women love Mel Gibson. He had that like, he had that nice mullet at that time in yeah, real life. Yeah, yeah. Like women loved him, dude. I, think I don't know it's the Skarsgårds. That... Like which one they like? There's a lot of them, so I don't know which <laughs> ones like the heartthrob, yeah, theatrical yeah. pool, and which ones the six foot five bodybuilder. Yeah. I think it's interesting that they had the idea for this movie for some time. Like, Skarsgård and Eggers, the mm-hmm. filmmaker, had this idea batting around for a while. And I guess he finally got to it or whatever. But. Bill Skarsgård looks, like, really fucking different than his brother, huh? He's Wait, got they're like these, fucking brothers? Or they're somethings. They're related. <laughs> are, they? are they? Yeah, but... <laughs> Is it like a dynasty? No, they are. It's a huge family thing. See, I know that they yeah, all... Yeah, his sibling okay, is okay, Alexander. Okay, okay, okay. And then his dad is that one they that's They don't look fucking fuck. alike at all. Nah, his dad's the one that's in um, uh, the original uh, Girl with a Dragon Tattoo or something Right. Like that. Okay. Yeah, there's like a bunch of them. See, I thought that that was just a common name, you know? Like, oh, no, no. That's like a how... family okay, thing. Okay, okay. They're like the Coppolas. They, they're like no the Swedish... Shit. Yeah, that's like... Fuck. That's how wow. they are in Sweden. They're very famous over there. Wow. They're just like breaking through here. That's cool. Or I guess have been breaking. Wait, through. did you say how you would rate this? I'd say f- the lowest I could go would be a four. I don't know that it gets nice. to four and a half. Yeah, but I'm I saying it's easy right. four. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think it's very fair. I wish something like this. I wish I could recapture the experience and watch it at home and enjoy it as much. But I know streaming is not going to be as fun as like going to the theater and seeing it. That's interesting. I think it's actually a really interesting point that you were like, you know, you go to the steakhouse and like when you bring it home, it's not quite the same. But like, you got to have the, you know, you got to have the surroundings. I know what you mean. I feel like, so you have a big ass TV because we have the same big ass TV. We have the same size. So like, (laughs) you don't think it would hit on that? Because we have like, I think mine, what are ours? Like, it's like a 70 inch TV, 65 inch. So like, that's a big TV. You don't think it, it would hit? No, it is, but like it's not, not fucking the same. forty feet tall. And like the lightning, when the lightning was striking in the theater, I was like, "What?" Like, dude, fuck? they had that shit fucking blasting in Dolby. I love those recliners, dude. Yeah, just like pretty, the full, comfy. full experience. You know, one thing. I think you're right that it does. It especially hits hard in the theater. Go fucking see this movie, man. Make sure this guy gets over the $90 million hump, you know, because <laughs> otherwise... It's the uh, first week. It just came out Friday, right? Okay. Last Friday. Okay. I think so that's right. We, we got time. Maybe. Yeah. A little bit. Well, I'm concerned that, you know, an article like... It was a Variety article. It said Northman bombs at box office. It's like an article like that can kill the momentum of a, a movie off top. You right. Know? So it's like, um, I don't have a lot of faith in the theatrical run system right now. 
I think that a lot of film companies are more concerned with how the movie does with streaming, maybe or yeah, getting picked I don't up know. by you Netflix I mean? or something. Because it's but like they Netflix don't really prioritize Net- theatrical runs in the same way because this movie's losing money right now, and but they're probably going to be like, "Oh, we need to shut off that losing money faucet." You know, that we need could, it could change though. I mean, Netflix is down. Netflix just lost like two hundred million dollars or something. Right? That's right. They lost tons of so subscribers. Who knows? I mean, dude, if they if Netflix I want to start going hit, in with other people and just splitting the account. I don't want to have my own account anymore. I no? want to share my account with like my brother or something. I'm like because they're starting to charge too much. It's and like it's, 20 bucks a yeah, month. Yeah, fuck these people. You know? Plus your Prime subscription and your yeah. Hulu subscription and all your other bullshit. Yeah. Paramount, I have that one. I think I have. Or no, no, Peacock. I have Peacock. I know, I have HBO Max. I have HBO Max. I have that too. Um, but, but I'm just going to, me and my brother share HBO Max. I just want to start sharing it. Yeah. Because they have multiple accounts. Eventually, they just you know, need you to go back to cable, but then just have it like a. Yeah, a, what the fuck? Where, I where feel cable like is just like Netflix, where it's like I can watch every episode on of like whatever show. I feel like at this point, I'm paying as much as like my parents used to pay for cable. Yeah. Because I'm paying for like. But you're not four, watching commercials, so it's r- worth yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Ultimately, as long as you don't watch commercials, it's fine. <laughs> you know what I was thinking during this whole movie? Is like. I could never fucking be a Viking. I'm just <laughs> looking at these people like, dude. I would have been covered in dirt and blood and shit. And then, like the first time ever, someone swung a, like swung a fucking axe or a sword at me, I'd be like, Nah, I'm I'm getting the fuck out of here. Like, no, I would be, be like, you'd be murdered. I would we, be I like would be the, murdered the town coward, and they'd be like, Sean, the weak and oh, feeble. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> Yeah, might, but I fucking <laughs> got on a boat and ran away. They like, might let you get out of there. Yeah, I feel like I would be one of those people who was like shooting the bows at the opposing <laughs> people, and then like just missing every time, and then the guy just comes. Comes up and brutalizes Fuck, you, and you're just like, "Damn it!" I, I mean, if you see that dude, I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm getting the fuck out of here." I would definitely, at the very that best, guy specifically, it was like, "What the?" This dude's like the the whole time he looks like fucking Bane or something. You know what I mean? He's like yeah, so big. I was like, what "Pure the fuck? muscle." At the very best, the best I could hope for would be to be captured and work on a farm or something, <laughs> and then like make it to where you could ha- <laughs> have a girlfriend that that worked there too. I That's like the best probably... life you could possibly have there, because yeah. it's like. To be honest, I think both of us they would have been like they won't. They, it would we would have been those ones that they're like they won't last the winter, and they just like, <laughs> like I feel like they were just executing. I'd be people. the one they would just make an example of to get to the people that are actually <laughs> yeah, like doing shit because they just go up to random people and just stab them or slit their throat and it's like you want to end up like this guy i'd be that guy i'd just be like the most meek like feeble person on the at least it's they just stab me in the neck like you want to be like this weakling get to work at least it's like a quick death (laughs) i think you that would that would wrap up pretty quick honestly because i would just be the major artery well and you have to like i think it's because of uh the region where they're born in but there's some tall motherfuckers like living out there like both the stars guards are like massive tall (laughs) guys and like the I don't know what Thor is in real life, and the movie looks big. And then I'm like, well, I'm not even six foot tall, <laughs> yeah. so like I would be completely useless. <laughs> yeah. And even if I like fought I'm five people nine. every day, I just don't know that I'd be like that good at it. Where I'd be, yeah, like, dude, I'm a five nine. Psh. I'm like a buck fifty. <laughs> you know, like this is not this is not going well for me. As soon as I saw him pulling up to the village, I'd be like, we gotta get the fuck out of here, like <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just be already be on my horse. I'd just be riding the other way. I'd be like, him nope. swimming out. Just <laughs> swimming out. Just I'd swim. be on the rowboat. Like, nope, yeah. nope. Yeah. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. Brand- I'd be branding myself just as soon. I man. don't know. 
I guess maybe that was the difference back then is like, you know, they weren't beaten down by the day-to-day grind because like all you do is like murder people and steal their stuff and then you live off that for a few <laughs> months and then you go on another ride and you're like go to someone else's village and burn their shit down and kill them. Right. They're not going to work every day. So right. I feel like my will to live is not as strong as theirs. And <laughs> yeah. If someone had it's a, a horrible a knife, life as it is. If someone had a sword coming towards me, I'd be like, oh, I guess yeah, fuck I'll it. take one for the team yeah, right here because I'm not fighting it. all y'all. Just make it quick. You know? I don't even know if I want to live through that. It seems like a horrible experience. Yeah, the whole thing is, yeah, it seems rough. <laughs> it seems like a rough time. Rough time for humanity. Well, and I always think of like, man, right now sucks. Like life before when people were just living off the land. You know, they're <laughs> eating natural foods and they didn't have all these carcinogens in the air. They didn't Instead, have to drive a car. There was no global other. warming back then. And they're just getting fucking shank, getting their heads cut <laughs> off and getting like stabbed and, and shit. I'm like, never mind. I'll just go to work. I'll stop complaining. <laughs> That's, so That's so funny. I liked the. Um, there was a certain thrill to seeing um, the Viking thing laid out this way yeah. on screen and all of the kind of hallucinogenic shaman bits and or whatever. I don't know what you would call those people in the I, film. I like that. But yeah. um, or the witches or whatever. I, I dug it. I would definitely say highly recommend this one. Um, what do I want to what do we want to do next? Is there anything coming up soon? I want to uh, do that Nick Cage movie. Oh yeah, that's is that this the week? unbearable weight of massive talent? Yeah, it's out. He plays himself in the movie, right? Yeah, can't wait. God. Love him so much. I, saw, I adore him. I saw recently, uh, Nick Cage had volunteered himself to like be a Batman villain if they make yes. a Robert Pattinson sequel, Fucking and he had right. like told WB, I think he said it in an interview. Or God, I don't know how it came I up. I need that. But he was like, yeah, he's like, I want to be, he picked some like random villain from, from like, like the, comics? the Adam West or, series yeah, yeah, that, that like yeah. no one's ever heard of before. He's like, I want to be this guy. Like, hey, WB, <laughs> like put me in a bad God, movie. please, WB, please. It would be so awesome. Give us this. <laughs> I would fucking love it. Nick Cage is a. Is we don't need another Joker. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm trying to see something else. I want to see Nick Cage. Yeah. Whatever Just the going fuck, for whatever it. he wants to Just do. Just going for it. Love him. Uh, so, yeah, I want to do The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Uh, I think we did it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Y'all get out there, go to the movies. This is John. And this is Sean. This is Movie Night. With John. <laughs>